received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, MMA enthusiasts, to the UFC on ABC4 edition of Gamblu's Bout Business Podcast. We just want to reach out and give our loyal listeners across the globe a pat on the back. Your loyalty is completely appreciated. Thank you for listening. We're going to continue to forge forward, producing profit off UFC fights. Just a few notes. The new gamblue.com webpage is up. The good news is everyone can view the web page and navigate within it. However, I'm unable to access right now. And uh, while there's going to be some bugs the first few weeks that we're up, just be patient with us. All the puck and hockey passion will be posted there. As well, there's a UFC page that provides a direct link to our podcast. So if you're out on the run, in the car, whatever, you can hit gamblue.com, go to UFC and bang, hit the link and you're right there. Favorites in the UFC so far, 2023, 103.57 and 11, just over 60%. That's low. We need to be taking advantage of that. That said, last week we were two and three, we lose a half a unit. The week before, we lose 0.2 or so of a unit. If we're going to lose and lose less than a unit when it happens, I consider that successful. Therefore, when we try and win, we're going to try and win more and lose less. Listen, minimizing damage is as important as maximizing profit intake. The Bout Business Podcast to the season 36 and 33, plus 11.3 units, 16% ROI. Before we get into future positions, last week was a pay-per-view event. This fight's on us. My partners at Green Roll Media announced the winner, and it was one Aldo Rios from somewhere in Central California. Aldo, thank you so much for listening. Look for us to continue this promotion on the next pay-per-view card. Future positions. We added one this week. I should say I did via Twitter. Found one finally and really took a good position. The first one we have, Covington minus 110 against Leon. That fight's going to eventually come probably in the fall. The second future position was released earlier this week. It's for the fight card June 3rd, Kareen Silva. She was released minus 145. She's currently plus 180. Hurry up and get her. Her price will maybe go up 
to 200 or so. She's fighting a debuter and she's very capable. Kareen Silva, the second of our future positions that we have on the rack. And now that all of our business is handled, wrapped up tidy in a bow, we're looking at the ABC4 card and we're going right into round one. Round one on the undercard is a light heavyweight tussle of tremendous interest, at least to me. From the Ukraine, Ihor Poteria, 26 year old, six foot three, complete madman. Very shy on basic fundamentals, shy on precision, shy on temper control, but he's long on anger, grit, power explosion, and maybe seven minutes of cardio. He fights Carlos Ulberg out of the outstanding fight camp, city kickboxing down in Australia. Ulberg be an inch taller. He's 32. He's going to be considerably six years older than Poteria. He's going to have a couple inches reach advantage. Ulberg absolutely wants this thing to remain at distance and on the feet. At distance, Olberg is going to be able to get knees, ankles, shins, and fists to the incoming madman Poteria, who's going to try and engage. Poteria, on the other hand, coming in off a win over Shogun Hua. Many think he's stepping up too much in this fight, but quite honestly, it's Olberg, 7-1. and one, And yeah, he beat the kid Negra Mananu, excuse the pronunciation, and Negra Mananu beat Poteria. So if you do that math, Olberg's your guy. But if you're doing crazy madman math, as well as the fact that in Olberg's loss to Kennedy, who fought last week, I'm not going to even try and pronounce his last name. Olberg was a front runner, did well, gassed, and then got finished. I think Poteria's got more than what he showed against Hua. I think he's being underestimated by this marketplace. Here's a guy that opened 245, and now I can get him at 340. Real quiet-like, I'm going to be patient with Poteria, but round one is a half a unit bet on him, and I'm seeing him anywhere from 340 to 370 across the board. Be patient, because I'm not pulling the trigger on this guy until his price hits the apex, and that could be in another day before the fight goes off. So to recap round one, we're going to take the Ukraine madman, Ihor Poteria, currently plus 340 at DraftKings. Again, be patient. This is a half a unit wager. Now let's move into round two. Round two. We're dropping in weight to what I thought was a bantamweight fight, but earlier in the week, Douglas Silva D'Andrage and the Cody Stamen camp must have come together. They've mutually agreed to fight at a catch weight 140. Who does that benefit? Probably both guys, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Stamen now 33 years old, short, compact, uh, gritty kid, good, good striking and better than good wrestling, very well-rounded. Uh, Silva D'Andrage, uh, he is a little bit more explosive. 
Uh, he's got a little bit bigger chip on his shoulder. Now he's four years older at 37. That's starting to get up there at Bantamweight. So the five extra pounds for him probably means quite a bit. Silva D'Andrade being an inch taller, have four inches of reach advantage. So clearly, Silva D'Andrade wants to use knees, jabs, strikes, keep stamen the incoming pressure wrestler on the outside at his strikes. I love this fight. Open stamen minus 175. And now there's been a little bit of price erosion on stamen. Best price I see out there on Douglas Silva D'Andrade is plus 140. Boy, I think a plus number next to Silva D'Andrade is really advantage. And for that reason, in round two, we'll take Douglas Silva D'Andrade plus 140 for one unit. Now let's move into round three. In round three, we're moving up and into the main event package of fights. And we're going right to the co-main event, light heavyweight combatants, Johnny Walker, Anthony Smith. Really excellent clash of fighters, fighting styles, fighting philosophies, where they train the whole bit. Anthony Smith, 34, seems older because he's been around forever. Opens at a plus 135 for this fight, which is important because now he's been bet to minus 110. I think I kind of agree with that. Smith's a durable guy, deep with experience. He's been in with elite talent, won and beat them both. Uh, very well-rounded, grappler, good uh, elbows. He's dirty inside. He can press against the cage, and he can strike at distance. At this age, the key for him will be to hold up against the explosion of his opponent. What I really like about Smith is his intellect, how he understands fighting, and the fact that we're catching him coming off an injury and a really kind of a stinker of a performance against Ankalaev. I'm a big believer in the bounce, and I think Anthony Smith is primed to bounce. Meanwhile, Johnny Walker on the other end of the cage, you know, I don't know what I'm going to get with him. The flamboyant, spinning, kicking, flying, knee-throwing Walker has been to some degree squelched as his stint at SBG Ireland, the training camp where Connor trains, has gone further and further. So I almost wonder if they're taking the freak athlete away from him to make him a more patient guy. I'm not so sure that works for him. I do know this, Walker is fast. He'll be the more athletic man. He'll be much faster, quicker. He'll be the stronger man. He's probably the more precise striker, surely the more powerful striker. But Walker runs out of juice, and he also has something that he must overcome that is an Achilles heel worse to a fighter than an Achilles heel, and that's a porcelain point. If you sneeze on Johnny Walker and it hits him in the face, he goes to sleep, and Anthony Smith knows this. Okay, so Walker's going to have to figure out how to keep from getting into a firefight, and Smith's going to have to figure out how to close distance and touch this kid and put him out. Round three, Anthony Smith 
currently priced minus 105 at DraftKings. We'll put a full unit on him to win, obviously, 0.95 of a unit. Now let's move into round four. Round four is our main event. This is a release that I made earlier in the week, sitting on the VEASAN first strike show. I didn't think the price would be around all week, yet it still is. So we're going to be the beneficiary of being able to attain a very good price, a price I think might be mispriced on this main event. Jayton Almeida, a freak of an athlete. But we got to understand about Jayton. He comes from a boxing background, so he's got hands. His BJJ is black belt level. He's freakishly athletic, fast, quick, explosive, kind of like talking about Johnny Walker, only a bigger, stronger, thicker version. He's a future top five athlete in the heavyweights, no doubt about it. But we've watched him go in his last few fights, 205, 219, 232, and that's where he weighed in today, 232, relatively undersized for a heavyweight athlete. And while he's undersized, he's overversed as far as speed, quickness, power, athleticism, the ability to move within the cage, etc. So he surely makes up for the lack of size. Almeida opens 310 against Yair Rosenstreak. Now he's 500. Well, what do we know about Rosenstreak? Rosenstreak is a Suriname fighter. That's kind of northern tip of Brazil. That's where their country's located. Almeida, Brazilian. Both these guys live on the coast of Brazil. Again, Rosenstreak lives on the coast of Suriname. So there's a rivalry here between, a friendly rivalry between these countries. And more especially, this Jair Rosenstreet came into the UFC knocking guys out left and right. Then they put him in with more elite competition where he really struggled. He struggled because he's so singularly dimensioned. Now, running straight after Francis Ngannou to engage in a fist fight, I don't care what you're trained in. That's just bad intellect. And that's what he was guilty of in his fight against Nganu. But he's been in there against Nganu. He's been in there with much higher level competition than it has our friend Almeida, who's stepping up huge for this fight. Rosenstreak, he knows exactly that the UFC is using him as a barometer to test this kid and that this is the style that fits Almeida perfectly. A big, tall, erect striker that hopefully has no takedown defense. And we know Rosenstreak's worked on it, but you don't learn wrestling in a year. You don't learn it in four years. You, you learn it over a lifetime. So here's the drama. Rosenstreak going to need his space and going to try and touch Almeida coming in. Almeida's going to vie with him on the feet only long enough to get a hold on him. The angle for this fight, because you can clearly tell by the way I'm going, Almeida's going to win this fight. But when's he going to win this fight? Over under, one and a half is under two and a half. The fight to start round two at DraftKings currently priced 110. There's your hamburger winner. I believe Rosenstreak knows exactly what's in store for him. 
I think Almeida has a chance to come out somewhat measured because he's going to respect the striking, kicking, and spinning attributes that Rosenstreak will present, and that this fight, in fact, is going to start round two. And when it does, we're going to bank plus 1.1 because we'll put a full unit on the main event, Almeida against Rosenstreak to start round two. Now let's move into our parlay in round five. I really wanted to have a round five today. And so this one I'm pulling out of my back pocket a little bit. In the weigh-ins, we had a really poor weigh-in by a guy early in the fight, welterweight Brian Battle. Stepped on the scale with just minutes to go, two pounds over the limit of 171. He weighed in at 173. What's important about this is this kid battle is a is a sincere, conscientious kid. And he took every bit of the two hours to try and drop the weight. Battle's been fighting a weight cut for so long and then he misses his cut. Now he loses some money and he goes into a fight with Gabe Green where Green comes in as an underdog originally and now is the favorite. So. People are liking Gabe Green's power, and now after Battle struggled with weight so much, knowing what a terrible cut does to the brain, how susceptible it makes you, two and a half rounds here over 165, I think we'll just go right to the prop market. And here's how we'll construct this parlay. Leg one, Brian Battle, Gabe Green fight does not go to the distance. That's currently priced plus 110. The line makers have not made any adjustment to battle's condition at weigh-ins. I think that's a mistake, and we're jumping it. Battle green, fight does not go the distance, plus 110. Next leg of that parlay, we're going right up to the main card. Irishman Ian Gary, uh, he's overly confident, too mouthy, but he's catching a guy in Daniel Rodriguez that really struggled almost as hard as Battle to make the weight. He did make his weight, but he's 35. He fought the cut, and he's named, made, placed, perfect for Gary. So we're going to put Gary, currently minus 300 at DraftKings, with Battle plus 110. And then the last leg of the parlay, we will team with Jayton Almeida, the main event, minus 500. A half a unit wager on this three-team parlay, and you'll never hear me say this again. In, in 10, 12 years, I've not made a three-team parlay on any of my UFC wagers, and probably for another 10, 12, I may not. But today, Ian Gary, minus 300, Jayton Almeida, minus 500, and Battle Green Fight does not go the distance, plus 110. Half a unit returns 1.19 unit. That's round five. Remember, www.gamblue.com for strong, independent gaming advice, insight, etc. Please enjoy the fights. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. And of all the superlatives. Oh! Tomorrow, oh, my goodness, that hand is 
ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.